Carol Clark here with another episode of Build a Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. Welcome. And today we are continuing our theme about revenue streams. And we're going to be talking about those times when we start a revenue stream and perhaps it really doesn't take off. And we have to admit that there is some failure going on. It can be hard to admit, but it's the right thing to do. And you just have to acknowledge that it happens to the best of us. So if that happens, there's oftentimes some common reasons. And so I encourage you to take a step back and to take a look at what those reasons are. And I'll share the most common ones with you here today and then talk a little bit about what to do after that. So if it's not robust or kind of fizzled out, started out really great and then kind of fizzled out, here are some common culprits for that. The first one is perhaps lack of ownership for the project. So as a business owner or someone who's leading the organization, you can't have control over every project. Granted, you guide the vision for the practice, but you can't be in charge of everything. And you oftentimes have great ideas and uh, you have to have a team that can help implement that. So having somebody who owns the project and understands the desired outcome is really helpful because they will then get the resources, they'll communicate back to you, they will help build this new revenue stream and help to make it successful. So they need to have a little bit of skin in the game and have somebody who's actually accountable for the outcome. And it could be one person, it could be a team of people, but there has to be someone who's quote in charge and really communicating well with the rest of the team to make sure that all the pieces are in place for a successful launch. So that's one of the biggest issues. The next one is poor planning or no planning at all. Sometimes we get these great ideas and we're just like, let's do it. And Granted, done is oftentimes better than perfect, but to do it right, you have to have a certain degree of planning, which we went over in earlier episodes. So that planning has to take place and it needs to be communicated to the team. So perhaps no planning uh, occurred or just minimal planning, and you really needed more in order to make sure that there was a success. The other uh, issue, the third one, is internal or external saboteurs. So we don't like to think that there could be saboteurs in our practice, but there's lots of different reasons this could happen. It might be uh, some someone who uh, really just feels overwhelmed, one more thing, I can't take that on, what are they thinking? And instead of verbalizing that, they do everything to drag their feet to keep something from being successful. Hopefully that's not the case, but there could be internal saboteurs like that or someone who uh, really doesn't believe in whatever it is that you're offering or doesn't understand what that is. And so they are less apt to be an active participant in terms of creating and promoting that new revenue stream. The other thing is you could have some external saboteurs, perhaps uh, externally, there is some, not too much, but some competitors or somebody who really doesn't want to see that uh, take off. So um, there's different things that can happen for that, but that's not usually as common. It's usually more common uh, to look internal and it's usually a result of a miscommunication or a lack of understanding the vision, to be honest. So that's the third uh, potential culprit for having a revenue stream fizzle out or never get off the ground in the first place. The fourth one is lack of a system which creates team overwhelm. So this is, they kind of play into each other, I know a little bit, but a system is what will help have things occur in a very systematic manner. So if we implement something new, we tend to document what that whole system is, not thinking that that's carved in stone, but as a way so that everyone's on the same page moving forward and getting things going, and then 
also having that to just tweak versus always feeling like you're in Groundhog Day starting from ground from day zero or starting from ground zero every single time uh, that something's come up with regards to the revenue stream. So we want to make sure that there is not team overwhelm and uh, you can do that by making sure that there is a system in place that's put in place by the team that's responsible for the outcome. So that is something that is another uh, potential problem. If team overwhelm is a big issue, sometimes I don't, uh, and I usually I don't look at just adding team members, but depending on the size of the revenue stream and the type of service that it is, you may end up needing to add somebody initially contracted or part-time and then see how it goes from there. So that can also eliminate that team overwhelm, but that system has to be in place. The fifth one is a lack of team enthusiasm and or lack of understanding for what that uh, service is, that what that revenue stream is and how it's gonna best serve your patients. So a lot of times it's just a communication thing, making sure that they understand your vision, why this is so important, getting their feedback and um, help to build that enthusiasm. That enthusiasm uh, begins at the top with the vision and then it all trickles down. And then it's something that has to be addressed on a regular basis. You can't just start out all enthusiastic and then drop off from that. So a lack of enthusiasm is another thing that could be a culprit for having a, a revenue stream that does not uh, function well and doesn't take off. The sixth one is that perhaps it started out and you didn't realize how much of a financial drain it was going to be. And so there was a lack of profitability. And so you just decided, let's stop putting some resources into this. That all goes back to sort of that planning and projections and trying to see um, what it's going to utilize in terms of uh, your resources. And as I mentioned in one of the very first ones, uh, making sure it's the right time to add a revenue stream. So that all plays into it in terms of the financial stability and whether or not it was a drain on your practice. And then the eighth one is perhaps you had this start out and you had some patients working through, but there were some negative reviews or poor patient feedback. Uh, and that can be something that can, can be overcome. Uh, hopefully that didn't occur in the first place, but if it does, it's something that needs to be addressed honestly. And people just want to be heard and they want to know that there's something going on. So you want to make sure that you're doing something to fix that. So those are the most common culprits that I see uh, keeping a revenue stream that is at the right time and something that's good for your practice from taking off or fizzling out over time. So what do you do about that? What you have to do is first take a look at all the different issues that potentially could have caused the problem, identify what that was, and then get to work remedying that. So that could be uh, starting out from scratch again. It could be just finding out whatever that little thing was, and it could just be one of those and put uh, action into place place to correct that. That will really help to get you going. The other thing that you can do is find someone who's implementing that revenue stream successfully. Talk to them, ask their opinion. And of course, it can't be your competitor down the street, but we're not really worried about our competitors. We're worried about what's right for our practice. So anyhow, you can talk to somebody who successfully implemented it in the past, get sort of their best practices and um, reach out to the rep if it's something that you're doing in terms of an aesthetic device or some products or that sort of thing or a new service, reach out to the rep 
and make sure that you have all the resources. Uh, if you need to add some marketing, uh, then do that. Really talk it up, get your marketing plan going. And it doesn't always have to involve a huge outlay of money. It can be a combination of organic and paid marketing. But make sure that you take a look at each one of those potential culprits, decide what it is, and then go forward to correct that. Perhaps it's something that just has to be tabled for a little while because it's not the right time, because early on we didn't evaluate, is this the right time? But the bottom line is there is always some sort of a reason for it. And if you stop, acknowledge what, at first analyze, stop, analyze, acknowledge what the problem is, work to correct that, involve your team, and then set together a plan to overcome that and be successful uh, with a renewed sense of enthusiasm and making sure that you uh, have your team on board with that. So correcting that and then um, having that enthusiasm and commitment to making it work it can go a long way. There's lots of other things, of course, but these are the top uh, culprits and what to do about them. I hope you found this helpful. There is a free resource for you as well at uh, weightlosspracticebuilder.com forward slash free that outlines everything in this whole series, as well as a number of other free resources that are waiting there for you. If you're not a member of Bariatric Business Boss, consider joining. Go to bariatricbusinessboss.com and check it out. I uh, really enjoy all the members and I am blessed to be a part of their uh, business journey. So anyhow, I hope this has served you well. Have a great day until next week and take care.